From Romano Leadership, I'm Oscar Romano. This is Learn, Reflect, Lead. Leadership and DIA development for mission-driven individuals and organizations. This episode is titled, 10 Things I Wish I Knew When I Was a First-Year School Principal. This episode is for you if you have recently been selected or aspire to become a school principal and want to make a positive impact on your school community. If you want to learn how to effectively navigate the challenges of being a first-year school principal and lead your team to success. Or, if you're interested in improving your leadership skills and creating a culture of growth and development within your school. Today, we're going to discuss key strategies for success as a first-year school principal. Congratulations! You have been selected as the next school principal of Yes Prep Gulfton. This news was incredible to me. I had dreamt about becoming a principal for years. I felt a rush of emotions as I thought about what this would mean. I would start transitioning into a first year school principal role in the next few months. It was overwhelming, exciting, all things at the same time. As much as I would like to say that all the emotions were positive, that was far from true. I knew I was ready for the challenge, but I didn't stop fear and anxiety from setting in. I was going to be responsible for an entire campus of over a thousand students and over a hundred staff members. I didn't want to let them down. So what did I need to know first? The first category of items revolve around vulnerability as a school principal. And here's the first item. You will make mistakes. Holding the title of a school principal doesn't mean you're expected to be perfect. Perfection is a standard that people usually place on themselves. Don't fall into this trap. My staff appreciated my vulnerability when I owned my mistakes and committed to improving. Number two, it's okay to ask for help. You don't need to have 100% mastery of all the skills required to be an effective principal. You must know where and when to ask for help. Ironically, I improved my relationships with staff members by asking them for help. They saw that as a sign of my trust in them. Number three, You must be willing to let go of control for teachers to take ownership of their classrooms and students' learning experience. Teachers are the only ones who spend 100% of their time in their classrooms. You need to aim for a place where you can relinquish autonomy to them. Now I have a, a few questions for you to reflect on. Are you ready to be vulnerable with your staff? If yes, what are you going to work on first? And if not, what's holding you back from that vulnerability? Now let's get to the second category of items. Relationships, they are so important in your first year. Here's the the fourth item. You need support from your team. This job has the potential to take over your life even when you don't want it to have such an impact. But if you establish a robust support system with your leadership team, you'll be able to weather any storm that comes your way. My leadership team was an integral part of any success I had in the role. Now number five. Relationships are huge. People want to feel connected with the person in charge of their school. My most challenging moments as a school principal came when I worked on projects behind the scenes. When I didn't make time to connect with staff, students, and families, I noticed that results didn't come as quickly. Number six. As a principal, you need good people skills. You will interact with different people daily. Interactions won't always go smoothly. Strong people skills, for example, emotional intelligence 
go a long way toward establishing, maintaining, and repairing relationships. I regularly had to mediate conflict between individuals, leverage strategies to motivate others, and show up as a role model for my campus. People skills are huge. Number seven, you need to be a master at communication. The principal is responsible for any and all communication that gets sent out to the community, even if they aren't the ones who send it. You need to know what message you want to send, the medium you wish to use, and who will be sending it. By having more clarity, I was able to determine when I needed to step in and when I could delegate to others. Now, I have a few more reflection questions for you. Do you need to work on your relationships with others? And if so, what's your next step? Now, let's get to the third bucket of items. It revolves around self-reflection. So let's get to number eight. Take time to reflect on what went well during the year. Principals have to put out so many fires on a regular basis, such as student discipline issues, instructional support needs, and so much more. You need to take some time to step back and reflect on what's going well. Sometimes I would get to school early so that I could walk around and think about what had gone well and what needed to go differently. Number nine. You will feel like there's never enough time in a day. Do not waste time on things that don't matter. Make sure you're spending your time wisely by focusing on only the most critical tasks. Sometimes I would lose track of time while working on unimportant items because I felt more productive. I had to learn to overcome that desire to feel more productive so I can actually be productive. And number 10, find some balance between work and home because if something doesn't give, it may very well be your sanity. I learned that I couldn't always reach a work-life balance on a daily basis, but I could over the course of the year. I frequently had moments when I had to work long hours, so I learned to take advantage of any downtime I had. You know, for example, on, you know, during different holidays. So here, another set of reflection questions for you. How often do you self-reflect? And is this a practice that you need to be more intentional about? You can leave your mark as a first-year school principal. School principals have a remarkable opportunity to make a difference in our communities by helping students succeed. However, the position is very demanding and difficult to navigate. First-year principals, in particular, experience many challenges to be able to lead effectively. There are teachers to hire, budgets to balance, and students to lead. When I was a first-year principal, I didn't want to let anyone down, so I prepared myself for the challenge of a lifetime. I understood that my staff and students expected me to be effective, and they deserved no less. I wanted to make sure I did everything I could to provide an outstanding education. And here's some closing thoughts for you. I hope that this, this article was insightful and helpful for you. There, there are many other things that I wish I'd known as a first year school principal, but if, if I included them all, it would make this list even more extensive. If you have any questions at all about becoming a first year school principal, please don't hesitate to reach out. And now it's time to commit. If you're a new leader, what advice will you work to implement? And what advice would you give a first-year school principal? Let me know how it all goes. Thanks. That's it for this episode of Learn, Reflect, Lead. Thank you for watching on YouTube or listening via podcast. If you're interested in more, you can find me at RomanoLeadership.com or connect with me on LinkedIn at Romano Leadership. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends, subscribe, and leave a review. I'm Oscar Romano. Until next time.